Good morning, safety leaders, and welcome to this episode of the Safety Wisdom Tidbits, brought to you by the Reliance Steel and Aluminum Safety Team. This is episode number 12, and my name is Rick Lang, Safety Specialist for the Central Region. It's hard to believe that it's been a year since we first started recording and publishing these podcasts. I guess time really flies when you're having fun. As we prepare for the 2021 podcast season, there are many, many subjects that we will be addressing. Before today, I want to talk to you about the dreaded four-letter acronym, OSHA. We want to look at the top 10 OSHA citations, why these citations are happening, what are the signs you're at risk, a preventative checklist to use, and are you ready if OSHA was to show up at your door? Please understand that there is not enough time in this episode to address all these questions. So in the next several podcasts, we will be addressing each one of them. Now, here are your top 10 safety violations. Drum roll, please. Number 10. Personal protective equipment, especially eye and face protection. There are many different kinds of PPE with which piece designed for specific job and working conditions. Of all the body parts that PPEs protect, the eyes and face are among the most vulnerable. Simply put, these violations occur because the eyes and face are often underprotected and overexposed. Number nine, machine guarding. OSHA requires that certain pieces of equipment have specific protection mechanisms in place in which is known as machine guarding. Machine guarding is typically applies to the point of operation That is the location on or near the machine where work is being performed. However, many machines need to be safeguarded in multiple points. Number eight, fall protection, training. Fall protection is so big that they occupy two spots in the top 10 list. These violations account for 25% of all violations and 36% of all fatal injuries. The leading cause of fall protection citation is inadequate training. Number seven, powered industrial trucks. We rely on forklifts and side loaders to move large and heavy objects. However, the very thing that makes these powered industrial trucks useful also makes them dangerous. Loads can fall, forklifts can tip, crushing people and injuring drivers and workers. Number six, ladders. Generally, there are three categories of ladders used in the workplace, which are dangerous. Step ladders, portable ladders, and fixed ladders. 
OSHA has specific rules about using and working near ladders as well as how ladders should be designed. Rules cover issues like weight, angle, position, spacing, design of rungs, and maintenance. Number five, respiratory protection. In many of our facilities, respirators are not needed or required. However, we must remember that not all air is safe to breathe. Dust, smoke, gases, mist, vapors, and even aerosols are airborne contaminants that can cause short and long-term health problems. Number four, lockout tagout. Hazardous energy can be released whether the machine is being used or not. This hazardous energy can be in the form of electricity, steam, chemicals, gravity, hydraulics, and other kinds of power. It's important that training involves all employees, both affected and authorized, and that all steps to each procedure is followed correctly. Number three, scaffolding. When we think of scaffolding, we tend to believe that it's only for construction sites and doesn't involve us. And for the most part, you're right. However, there are three types of commonly used scaffolding. Supported, using beams or frame. Suspended, raised by rope or cable. And aerial lifts which is commonly among most of our facilities. Everything from fall protection measures, guardrails, tow boards, inspections, and training must be completed and documented on a regular basis. Number two, hazard communication. How well are you informing your employees of the hazardous chemicals in your workplace? Are your safety data sheets updated on a regular basis? And do your employees completely understand how to read them? Does your training involve specific chemicals that they use? If not, then your program is lacking. And finally, number one, fall protection, general requirements. Again, Falls are such a big deal that they occupy two spaces or two spots in this top 10 list. Slips, trips, and falls remain the number one reason why employees get hurt or killed at work. Experts say that we are not doing enough to protect workers and that workers are not taking the issue seriously. We need to eliminate the known hazards keep floors clean and dry, cover or repair any holes, provide guardrails or tow boards on open-sided platforms, and train workers on fall hazards. These are the things that we must continually be better at. No matter how much you know or how much you think you know about the most common workplace violations out there, 
It's clear that we all could use some help. Are you doing enough to avoid the most common OSHA citations? As always, let me encourage you today to use smart safety practices in your workplace. Stop. Stop your coworker from completing an unsafe act. Mention. Mention to the coworker why you stopped him or her. Act. Act on the engagement of finding another solution. Review. Review the unsafe act again with the actions that were taken. Train. Train others in the resolution that was discovered. I hope that you have gained a safety skill today. If you know of anyone that could benefit from this episode, please pass it on. Safety is everyone's business.